Yes, yes, one, two, one, two, what is this? The four, four podcast back in business. Welcome back, guys. Was Episode three. Crack it. One. Let's get it. What's going on? All right, so obviously, Jay was very hyped for this. The King of Misogyny to drop his album, which oh, that came, oh, out, man, that oh, came man. out this week, right? Who? Who? Future. Future, the King of Misogyny. Why nah, there's, 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 he's not the King of Misogyny. He's more like the Sergeant... The Sergeant General. All, 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 all his six kids, eight kids or whatever got announced on the Twitter. Oh, that was so He's funny. He's got bare kids. That was so funny, man. Yeah, but the thing He's is, why, why did it, I swear he cheated on his girl and then he saying she belongs to the street. He doesn't nah, speak. Nah, that's Jay saying nah, that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she belongs to the street. What do you like? Nah, what's it called? Album, though? It's, it's good, good, you know. Good, good, good. Let me it's wrap good. it up. It's not his right. best, but it's, it's good. Right. I I like the the tune of Travis. Was it one or two tunes? Yeah, that's Travis? good. I like I the one with Young Boy is good. The one with Young. One with Travis, he does some like melody. Like his melody is so funny. It's like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, I can't lie. Yeah. The one with Uzi is good I, as well. I can't lie. When I hear Travis on a feature, I don't get gas like I used to. Like, what? Right. Travis uh, feature? Nah, he was bad. good on that. He was good on nah, that. I'm a bit sick of his sound. Like not sick because he's obviously sick. And Astro World was sick. It was a sick album. Um. And he's a very good artist. He's obviously one of the top artists in the world. But don't you think? Don't you? Nah. But don't you think that when you hear him, it's like it's lit, and then it's just a bit repetitive. You like, you know what you're gonna nah. get from Travis now. Yeah, and it's lit, baby. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but it's lit. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I, for some reason, he has, he has, he has, he has gone a bit boring, but he's he's still alright, right? Jay's other king Nav got number one, oh, even though I'm one hundred percent sure that's rigged. One hundred and ten percent. Nah, it's not rigged. You're just no. you're just uh, you're just hate, you're just hating on no, a bad boy, bro. No, Love it. it's rigged. <laughs> and then this brings us on to the next topic because my segues are so amazing and beautiful. Yeah, but we yeah. can't just skip. Yeah, but we can't skip future like that. You have to put some respect on future's name. He's Wait, the, what? Um, nah, nah. Put some respect on Nav's name, bro. It was the community getting together, bro. The community is getting together, G. What do you mean, skip future, bro? It's an alright album. Like, what do you want me to say about it? Nah, it's got a couple bangers on there. Well, wait, 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 wait. wait. You, it doesn't deserve. It doesn't deserve about twelve seconds of airtime. Do you know what I mean? Like, big fact. Future's album. I'm not saying we need to say that Future's album's good necessarily, but we have to give him more than twelve seconds of airtime, bro. Why? Because think about it. He, because he's one of the biggest artists there are, and he's released a big album. The thing is, it was no, okay. no, I'm not, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying how good it is. I'm saying it's a substantial body of work by a big artist. So, like, you think it's okay? Yeah, but it doesn't live up to DS2 though. It, no, he's never really? gonna live up to DS2. He peaked in 2015, 2016. He's not even that big anymore. He is big. He nah, is he big, is bro. big, he's, man. He's, he's not is. big in our circles. He's top five biggest artists out there. God forbid. Rappers. Definitely. No way. His view count is massive. Like, the thing is, even like, he is a bit repetitive and he, he doesn't have that much playback ability anymore, I don't think. But this yeah, album still definitely. had about 50, 50% of the songs are sick, if in my opinion. Yeah. But like, when, when do you ever hear, I don't really hear a trap album where like all songs are sick, so I don't even have mad expectations. But he still makes bangers, so I'm happy that he Yeah, but. Bangers. What what I found disappointing though, out of like the twenty one songs that were on the album or whatever, only one of them was like a single. Oh no, two of them were singles, mm. and like the rest didn't. The rest of the songs didn't really live up to the singles. I thought the singles were much better. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I th- I'd say about out of the twenty one songs, there's about eight or nine that I actually would bang. Yeah, which yeah. I, I was kind of like not gassed for the album. I didn't even listen to it immediately when it came out. 
but like yeah. it turned out to be quite a fairly good album yeah but he I think Young Thug's probably more Better. superior yeah, I said off a future. I just thought he deserved but, about six. About seconds. Nav, yeah. About Nav, yeah. He deserves way more time. No, can I take it back? What I said about Nav. Let me congratulate him. Well done, repping for the Brown Boys, etc., etc. But it's one hundred percent rigged. And bro, he bought he bought the, the whole community situation. together, bro. My dad's getting WhatsApp messages. He called me in the morning. Oh yeah, so who's who's Nav? I'm like, what? I'm dead. What do you know about Nav? Like he was like, yeah, like. All these famous Indian people shouting him out on the on on their Instagrams and this that and the other. I was like, no way! You really you, implemented. You have a huge community, bro. They all got him to oh, yeah, one definitely. if it wasn't rigged. But, but yeah, bro, like, bro, no, he, no, he, he, what, what the guy said, what the guy said was, I don't know, I don't know what he's talking about, but he's doing well for the brown brown community. That's what he said on the Instagram. I was like, Nav, well, mate. Ethan, Ethan, Nav is bigger than I thought he was. Like, he is massive over there. Like yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah what huge. do you mean over there? US or in Canada? Canada? US Canada. and Canada. No, US as well, bro. Some of the because he because he's made about five six mad singles, right? And I say there's like five six good songs that he has in his whole discography, and they're probably the bangers that he's made. So he him nah, going this to album one, slaps, man. In my opinion, care. it's shit, but um, I'm happy for him. Hundred percent, I'm happy. For him. About two, yeah, I'm happy. Songs. I'm happy for him, but but like we can criticize the artistic um, mediocrity when we see it, you know. And he, yeah, he's signed to EXO, so obviously they have their P's and their credit cards, as 6 9 would say, to get to number one. Oh. Yeah. Which, like that. Oh. This, this is what oh. I'm trying to say, and it's you, like I'm trying to lead this on to the... Wait, let me give some context, but I'm trying to roll this on. So obviously, the king of New York, as he likes to call himself, is back, causing more controversy, trying to get himself killed. But What did he do? Bro, you didn't see the long video. The video. He put on an IGTV basically saying that he should have got Billboard's number one, but Ariana Grande's team, like in the last hour or something, bought 25,000 units with six different credit cards. So imagine they're trying but, to say... Right. Basically, he had the paperwork to back it up as well. Basically, you pay for your number ones, or you can. You can. I feel like with that, maybe it's like you... You pay for the number ones when number one and two are very close, and you just want that extra. Nah, but 5%. she wasn't even. She was twenty five k behind him, and then he oh. was linking it to why like all the big artists like Jay Z, Nicki Minaj hate Billboard because it's all it's all rigged. Yeah, but I felt like Nicki Minaj and Jay Z always they always used to get all number nah, ones. Nah, barely. Nah, they don't. Get no way. Ones, I, I thought Jay Z would have got a couple number ones in his time. Nah, Jay Z don't even rate Billboard. So. I swear down. And then yeah, six nine basically came time, with the. Yeah. With, with the receipts um, showing that he had like a certain amount of sales and she was behind him and then she paid for it and yeah. then he put out another video being like, oh, I'm not disrespecting Ariana Grande. Like, she's a good artist or whatever. But so what's controversial I should've, I should've about it So he's, he's basically it's, just saying Bill Basically, he's just baiting out saying that Bill Ball's rigged. Yeah. rigged, yeah. The thing is, how did he not get number one? So he got number two, I'm guessing. Yeah. That song was yeah. fucking massive. But it's got so many views on YouTube. What's the what's the view? And they on? yeah, they were just they basically just cheated him out of it and he's just baiting them out. Um so <laughs> he'll probably never get a number one on Billboard again for speaking out of his never, but, uh, but I respect him. It's interesting to find out like the behind the scenes like how yeah, everything uh, works. Also with Six Nine, yeah, something other something that uh, the one thing I saw wow. with Six Nine this week was um is it not like on like 200, view, 200 million, Jay, or like 130 million? Jay? Yeah, it's on 191 million in a week. That's fucked. But nah, um, did you hear about this thing with 6 9 yet? Yeah? Imagine how fucked this is. 6 9 
whatever he is, obviously whatever I'm about to say, he's probably doing for clout to, you know, in, improve his name, improve his reputation. But he donated £200,000 to a charity in New York to feed homeless kids or something like that, or feed yeah. orphans or feed... Um, yeah, uh, and he got rejected. How can a charity reject money in these times, bro? Yeah, £200,000, like... I mean, I was listening to Fantano, Anthony Fantano, Needle Drop, talk about this, and he was like, saying, like, the utilitarian in him is like, bro, like, who cares where this money's coming from? This is like, do you know how many kids could be felt fed? Yeah, yeah. You're just going to reject 200k. You could just be like, yeah, I'm going to take your money, but we don't condone whatever you preach, whatever you say. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, they said yeah. they, said they don't accept yeah, they said they don't accept it from someone that doesn't, like, their morals uh, don't fit in with theirs, which I understand to an extent, but in yeah, times like this, on, as like, you you're said, feeding so many more other yeah, kids, this is a you know? pandemic, yeah. bro. Like, this they've is got to put themselves time. out of the situation. They've got what, just, what was they've the got charity? Was it, like, a food bank, or what was it? Similar to a food bank for poor kids or destitute uh, kids. Or okay. like that. I, I, yeah, I yeah. But it was in New York-based things, so... Yeah, yeah. And he tried to give 200k in it. Yeah, that's that's actually a big shame, you know. I didn't really deep it to be honest, but what do you think he's thinking? What do you think six nine's thinking sitting there? He like... don't care. I mean, I don't think he's nah. got like. I don't think he's like. He he spun it to his advantage, again. Yeah, he's a king of yeah, that. Yeah, but I feel like him doing things like that will put him in the good books among people who are his fans in in a way like yeah it's like a good thing to do to show yeah, society yeah. You know, doing, doing something uh, good isn't it? Uh, that's bro. probably his team probably pushed him to do it I, yeah, he probably didn't want to do it those five girls <laughs> oh yeah that's <no>, twerking <laughs> <laughs> sat around the table sat around the table they different colours like masterminding yeah <laughs> masterminding have you seen he's been pay. going back and forth with Snoop with who? yeah bro Basically, with Snoop's advert it's so six classy, nine, six nine's been yeah. How did Justice secure that? But that's a different topic. Snoop has an advert with Just Eat, and when I saw Snoop him, I was like, How have they afforded this? Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's sick. He raps a whole song about food, bro. It's actually mad. Yeah, but isn't that a sign of isn't that a sign of a rapper falling off? Like when nah, bro. It's catchy, bro. It's actually nah, so good. When... It's like when that Donny started doing uh, Iceland adverts and you knew... He I don't was... think it's necessarily a sign of him falling off. I think Just Eat paid a big amount because obviously they're always going to be behind Deliveroo. So this was their... I think this yeah. was their last roll of the dice to try and, like, catch up. Yeah, Just definitely, I think. Though. It's just but, so dead. But Just Eat keeps all the little, little, little places in business, in it? So maybe they, they have a yeah, different true. selling point, in it? Like, Two-star food poisoning... The, 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 the shit food poisoning places, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The only places that open at 4 a.m., you know, them ones. Bagel and shake, bro. Them, them ones there, bro. Them ones there, bro. But yeah, 6 9 has been putting up videos basically saying that other rap rappers are snitches in the game, calling out Snoop Dogg. So so this guy called Source Walker, yeah, I'm not sure who he is, but he basically, he, I feel like he's quite big in America or in his hometown. I think he's from Houston. Um, he put up a video of Gunner back in the day, um, like talking about police informants and stuff like that. And basically added Young Fug being like, what's the difference between Gunner and 6 9 And I hear a Young Fug going at it. Oh, it's just long. It's long. It's funny though. Taking it back to the UK though, um, let's chat a bit about Jamie. Yeah, Jamie is—he's one of a kind, I think. I haven't even listened to any of his new shit. It—it it must be so hard for him to, or it would have been so hard for him to come up behind as the younger brother of Skepta. 
Yeah. But he's done it in such a way that, in my opinion, I don't think he's in Skepta's shadow. I think he's completely in his own lane, like completely mm. compared to everyone in Grime. Yeah, he definitely has a unique sound. Is that, is that a superior lane or is that just a different lane? It's, it depends how you look at it. You could call it superior because it's so unique or you could just call it a different lane. Um, I think the music videos he's been, he's been putting out over quarantine have been banging. I'm I'm guessing yeah. they're all, like he's releasing most songs from his album via that. And okay. you just see like, he's got such a different creative side to yeah, him. Yeah, he's like an alternative grime artist, isn't it? Yeah, to put in all of this effort to go through putting out the music videos. But uh, yeah, he has to make a source of income from somewhere. So I think yeah. he has to kind of do that like freelancing lane where he brings out his own music videos every now and again and because he didn't what well, he, he didn't put any of his music on streaming sites did he so no but now every time really, the, a music video gets uploaded i think it's going on a streaming web no but i thought the reason for him would to upload videos would be because so he gets uh money from youtube videos rather than streaming i, I sites, genuinely you know? i genuinely judge him from his interviews and i don't even think it's about money I think he just wants to be creative. I think he has do, enough money, man. Yeah, I, he just wants I think, to, yeah, he probably I, he, does. He but... just wants to do things his own way, I think. Mm-hmm. Even just putting it out and not putting it on streaming services and only having it as CV yeah. at first, like, only JME would do that. But that's one reason why I didn't watch, or didn't look, I haven't even seen any of the videos, but I would have liked to, like, stream his album and listen to it. For me, this is better because I can't lie. Bef- okay, let's think before this album it dropped only on, was it only on vinyl that it dropped? It was CD and vinyl. Yeah, CD, CD and vinyl. vinyl. Um, for this album, if I asked you, is JME in Skeptic Shadow? I would have probably, if someone asked me that, I would have probably swayed towards saying, yeah, he probably is because nah. they're in their own lanes. But I'm saying before this album because JME hadn't really released anything for a couple of years. And I thought, I feel as though, okay, you're saying that JME is like alternative grime, but. Well, now. Sonically, there's nothing that alternative about him. He's yeah. still making the same. No, no, as in like. Nah, he's, he's alternative in the fact that he he's not like every other grime artist that are there doing sets and stuff. He he does music yeah, videos yeah. predominantly, predominantly. Yeah, and yeah. he no, gets quite artistic. He gets quite artistic with it. So, but this I think this album is some sick music videos. Um, like the way he's releasing it every couple of weeks or every week he's yeah. releasing a song. I think that's like reminded me of how good of an artist he is because he's been around mm. from time. And I, I think when you say it like For that, wasn't, wouldn't you say that Jamie was a was a was rapping before Skepta because Skepta was producing. I don't actually know. Yeah, because yeah. Skepta was producing yeah. at the start for a little while. He was. Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably similar timing, but even the messages he's putting out in these videos, like when you deep the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even that's in what, in the latest cheating, one, he's yeah. trying he's trying to teach like the younger lot how to come up, saying f the labels, like do things your yeah, own yeah. way. And he's had a me- yeah. he's had a consistent message in each song, and I I think again yeah. judging from his interviews as well, he seems like a person that always wants to like help and put out he doesn't want to yeah, just yeah. do stuff just for the sake of doing it he wants to do it for a meaning and although yeah. at the time i might have been annoyed that he only released his stuff on cd i do get it to the extent that mm. he wanted he said he wanted yeah. his real fans to get it first and his his real fans would pay that money to get it yeah so that's that's down to him i completely agree because maybe we might uh we might prefer skepta sonically but the thing is skepta's 40 years old talking about Chef man here, chef man there with a samurai, yeah. samurai sword I slaughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jamie's actually yeah. out there. Lyrics wise, bro, think about it. Jamie's talking about people on their phones too much and the dopamine yeah. addictions on their phone and people not being. Yeah. Really but I don't like his sound now, though. That's yeah. personally, though. I thought you hadn't listened I, to I, it. I, no, as in, like, I heard one or two tracks, but not. I haven't heard them all. But, like, I, I don't like his sound. Like, really, like from Mandel Care onwards, I haven't really 
um, enjoy Jamie. I preferred it when he was like on old grind beats and doing mm. like ninety six fuckeries uh, or whatever it's yeah. called, and, and blam and stuff like that. I don't. I know. can't. I can't say the new tunes are something that I'd repeatedly play like if I was in a car. Yeah, yeah. But they are very yeah. good songs. And are they? Are, are they like grimy beats? Are they like grimy beats? Yeah. It's great because it's a respect. It's a. It's he is probably the the leading figure in the. Let's say if there is a resurgence of grime during these last few months, then maybe it's through mm, him. You know. I don't know. I say D double. I mean a resurgence though. Would you, what, what, what has he double done in the last few months? The IKEA advert. He's done a couple of things. But I think everyone's obsessed with this resurgence of grime. It never went away. Like it's, Yeah, I don't think it's ever gone. It's been here. It's just been underlying, like, behind the scenes, kind of. But it's... But it's I wouldn't say... Yeah, so, I, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't radio say stations have a part to play. No, but the foundation... No, but you can't say that grime's... Grime peaked in 2015. Yeah, 2016, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree, I agree. And it, mm. it and and when was the last time you saw like a, a maybe maybe it's just me seeing it but you know with that tape that Big Zoo and Kamikaze and stuff yeah. released and then yeah. Jamie's released yeah, yeah. all like concurrently with each other mm. so like I don't and then the thing is that these are getting these are like this is popular as well Jamie is a popular artist relatively well. and then well maybe you could say he just has a core fan base that he won't ever lose maybe it's probably that but but definitely yeah like definitely. I, I I think that you can say because Grime has been very overshadowed over the last few years but then at the same yeah. time Stormzy is making music and then what is grime is grime just 140 bpm yeah. or is it is it the artist is it the culture is it pirate radio is it 140 BPM? i don't think ra- i just think radio stations itself haven't you bet you used to see like bbc radio one extra kind of do like grime sets and like rinse fm do grime sets and mm. i think that whole like culture of doing youtube grime sets has kind of dropped off a bit i don't see that many anymore yeah with like and i don't see grime artists and i don't see grime artists going up and physically like doing grime sets with the radio stations like frisco or just bbk or anyone really like you just everything changes everything changes of course of course yeah yeah, yeah, of course as as jamie was saying in his new song like the way they paved the way is by doing Mm. their own thing yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just don't see new artists. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you wanted to see, like, for, yeah. if I wanted to find yeah. out about like the new wave of grime artists, surely they should go on radio and do sets, like mm. as they were yeah. doing before. But, but radio is a function of culture and popular demand. I don't think that the causality yeah. works the other way. Like, I think that radio yeah, feeds off what's popular. Do you know what I mean? So it's it not, does. Radio yeah, is just a function yeah. of what's popping, and then how do? You, but then who who defines yeah, what true. culture is? It's artists. Maybe, well. Like, Hendrick and in the US or like Kanye, but who skeptical in the UK? I, it's it's the numbers. Like for right now, it's Afrobeats and drill, and that's what you're yeah, hearing. Yeah, really. Afro swing. I think so. But then, but the thing is, it's a shame because there is so much talent in grime with them. Like people like PK never really blew. Did Mez really? Yeah. Blow? Nah, did, Mez um, didn't. Did lyrical? Did mir- lyrical Australian? Those guys from Elin blow? No, not really. They still they still do stuff, but yeah, they didn't really blow to yeah. like. Frisco skeptic levels, and I feel like they could have, if they kept doing sets, grime sets, and grime. But you see this though, that. like in every genre, yeah. it goes through phases. Like hip hop, let's just say hip hop as a broader scheme, you would have said conscious hip hop was in, then it's gone to mumble rap. Like everything changes. No. Yeah, but yeah. They, everything overlaps as well because you can never say conscious rap went away because J Cole is still in his own name. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. But um, everything goes through its waves, you know. And different things mm. become popular and genres kind yeah, of take definitely. a dip and then they come back. But it's all down to your personal taste because you might have liked conscious rap, but then you liked mumble rap even more. Depends that... on the day. Depends on what you're after. Yeah, time. but I yeah. think with grime, yeah, with grime, it was more of like a, the culture behind grime was like a hustling thing. Like you had to like, 
like yeah, kind of like hustle hard to get to the top. And now mm. with social media, I feel like artists can mm. just hop out, hop in, hop out, hop in, do mm. it, like mm. do a song here, do a song there, and kind of build up steam on their own rather than having to do grime sets in it. So mm. I guess it's just a different culture now to when they grew up in it. Thing. So. Yeah, maybe it's a good thing. That, that does still happen, though, because even with, like, H, although people want to say he just blew up out of nowhere, like, he was putting in the work. Prior yeah, to yeah, he put yeah, up a couple yeah. of YouTube videos. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's all, it all stems from putting up YouTube videos by yourself, innit? Like, now, yeah. I feel like... But don't you think... Nowadays. Yeah, I guess it just... When we're talking about music and conscious rap and stuff like that, it just depends. You know some people that listen to music and they'll hate on music that has kind of trash lyrics but then you yeah. just be like well i'm not mm. listening to this song for the yeah yeah there are, there are some days where i'm listening to mm-hmm. songs because i want to hear political rap like loki mm. and stuff like that and nakada mm. and stuff like that but there are other days where you just want to chill and you don't even care of course what, um music. so people are sometimes are a bit narrow-minded to suggest that like everything but then people have their own taste maybe some people music i feel like yeah that's older people as well yeah but yeah, like talking about heads. h though talking about h um Bro, I was listening to this cipher like a couple of weeks ago with all these Manchester mm-hmm. dons, and they were just all so good. Was it a JDZ Media one? Nah, I what don't think it, it was JDZ, but there was like ten man, yeah, and H was the only like little, like smaller white kid in it, and he was actually good. Well, because I don't really listen to him, yeah. but like it was sick. And then that's why we were talking about today's theme is um, going to be oh, that was very smooth. Artists coming out of Manchester. Ethan, do you want to go first with your song? Yeah, I can go first. So I'm kind of twisting the rules a little bit, but I've gone for a feature with an artist from Manny. Um, it's called In My Mind by Lensman featuring I'm DDB. A bit of liquid, you know, it's not everyday drum and... Well, it's not everyday hip-hop, Nelly. Well, it's most days. It's most, it's most, most days hip-hop. Most days. It's, it's, most, sure, it's sure. most days... No, 100%. It's most days hip-hop, but the sun's out, you know, just want a little chilled setting you know what i mean little chilled i'm ddb little liquid vibe i like a bit of indie i like a bit of indie music i like a bit of techno sorry mr versatile mr versatile (laughs) (laughs) have you lot been keeping up with the news though yeah now and again a little bit yeah well the government has a little plan to open schools gradually with Reception year one and year six from June first. Me not agree with that. They're basically let me give you context. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's intense. Bro, so basically, basically, yeah, they want to copy Denmark's like academic reopening plans because Denmark have already done it and they've got like the students sitting two meters apart and stuff. But they're forgetting that that's Denmark Denmark and we're the UK. Um, Oh yeah, but the teaching union NAS. UWT said it remained unconvinced reopening schools was appropriate and practicable. And research says loads of different stuff. Like some doctors are saying it'll be fine. Others are saying there's no way this can happen. So yeah, yeah. My, what, what my dad was saying think? that the government are trying to blame it on the scientists now, saying that because uh, we haven't found they haven't found a cure, or they're going through the stages of finding a cure. But because there's so much under so much pressure by the government, like saying that how they researched what was going on in care homes. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. The government are now trying to blame the scientists of of but yeah. it's actually the government's fault. Nah, but the thing is, experts can be held accountable as well. But this is a wider thing. Yeah, just briefly, here's Morgan. Yeah, someone who is normally very infuriating. You you have to give accolades to him because he's actually been probably one of the only journalists who have actually been drawing out the government repeatedly every day, holding yeah, accountable instead of yeah. being very soft and soft and having a chat. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Piers Morgan. Like I was reading, I was I was listening to something about Piers Morgan, and it was like, well, Piers Morgan thrives upon like having something to you know attack every day, and yeah. when there's normal times, 
he's all, he's he's criticizing Greg's and shit like that for their vegan sausage roll. But when it comes to this year, and like I think how he was in the Iraq War, just when we were like when we were kids, but he was one of the only people that was against one of the vocal critics of the Iraq War before it had, took place. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just have to have a nuanced opinion. Like I don't really like him. He's a very jarring guy. He's, he reminds me of this um, Tucker guy in Fox News. But like at the same time, right now he's doing bits. Like he's actually yeah. holding the government to account. He's actually saying what the fuck is going on. Like what is going on? He was yesterday saying he was he was having a back and forth with the, this guy. And, and apparently Tory Tory MPs are boycotting his show now on Good Morning Britain as well, which is mad. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I saw yeah. that on Twitter today. Yeah, yeah. but it's how, bro, they cannot. As you said, that is in ten days, yeah. and you know. Kids in Denmark are different to kids in London anyway. <laughs> if they're going to school, like, they're not going to be the most hygienic little shits, are they? No, I mean, definitely not. How are they going to separate parents and, like, how are they going to separate kids walking down the corridor and shit? Like, shit like that, know. it's, like, no, it's like, impossible. They separate your reception year one kids. Do all they know is just... Chilling with the cat. Yeah, yeah. Even in year six, like if we were in year six, we'd still be doing happy slaps. So I don't get it. Yeah, all of that. I don't get it. It just seems like it seems like they don't really know. But why haven't why haven't they taken the route where they just do online like online teaching? Surely it's come to the stage where you need kids at yard so parents can go to work. That's the main. Yeah, but the parents aren't going to work. Some of them. So, but kids that age are not going to be able to do online classes, and more people are going to have to go back to work because the this yeah, we're reopening. Five is going to do online classes. <laughs> Yeah, man. If they just sit, if she's like pointing out a whiteboard and there's kids sitting there, and the Fam, the, the, must... the teachers, nah, it could definitely happen. It could definitely work for a month or two no. easily. I was doing some re- I was doing some research, and imagine in China, yeah, students enter school through like thermal scanners, and at their yeah. lunch tables they've got like plastic dividers. Right, <laughs> them are forward thinking, forward thinking, bro. That would never happen here, bro. It would never happen. But again. It's similar, it's similar to football in the sense that it just seems like one big experiment sending them back to school. It's almost like they're sending them back yeah. just, to, safer than this, man. just to see what happens. Safer than this. Well, we'll get onto that in the next section. Don't you think Don't you think that the schools being open, that you're talking about, they're still finding a cure? Well, that life won't go back to normal for like a year and a half. So maybe they should just like not do it now, but then we need a few months before they do this. They should write off the year, bro, till September. Right the off acad- September. Yeah, right off the academic year, 100%. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 100%. But people aren't really talking about, like, during all of this, you know, like, A-level students and GCSE students kind of got their grades, but people aren't really talking about, like, what university students are kind of having to go through. We have to do our work, and, like, obviously, yeah. it's a bit, they made it a bit easier, but, bro, it's tough, like, to do all this shit at yard, yeah. like, finishing your uni degree. Your experience in it, bro, that, working yeah. at home every day would do my nothing you yes, can't even go to library it's crazy. like that's the thing like, I can't, i'm used to just when i study i study and then i go out have a blem or like chill with some people but the thing is and i've never really studied at home maybe for like three four years i've always been out but like we're, we're getting on with it and it's nearly done but then leading on to that like what you were saying is like what cambridge uni announced and my friend's going to be going yeah. to cambridge next year as well and manchester like, uni as well i called bristol today to find out about like what they're going to do with their masters and they was telling me like Wait till next week because they're going to decide whether or not they're going to do yeah. it online or they're going to have people come in, like, or they're going to split the classes up. Or They actually don't know themselves. Like, they're trying to find out from the well, government. Just, just to give some context again, because 
we didn't actually say what they're doing, but Cambridge Uni, <laughs> maybe Bristol, and Uni of Manchester, they've announced online classes for the next academic year. But the thing is, yeah, do students have an option of deferral? Because yeah, the London School they of do. Economics, they do. They do. Yeah. Okay, they do, okay. yeah, yeah, they because, do. Because, bro, you if you're a first year, bro, do not do your first year online. Even if, bro, if That's you're undergrad, I wouldn't even do any of my years online. Yeah, Unless yeah, you really yeah. just hate fully, uni and you, you want to get out of the way and go work in a big five consultancy firm. Yeah, but for, for the normal man there, for the normal man there, we kind of want to enjoy. So, um, I don't know, man. I feel like you should just defer the year. The thing is, yeah, you know, LSC, the masters, the master students they've let into the uni, they're not they've accepted they're not they're not allowing any more deferrals so it's like either you do it this year online or no way lose your offer that's typical lse though right. i don't expect I can anything my different uni doing that as well like and with my master's offer personally if i had to do my first year online to be honest as you said so if i had to do any year online it wouldn't because you, you can't even cope yeah i had so much fun in the library the library was a vibe isn't it Jay? Like, <laughs> so much fun. they keep they're keeping uh, libraries open in paris they're doing um campus open library open but 30 people in if the city is like 500 or something that's the thing like even with like let's say my course yeah, if i were to do it i'd have like probably like 20 25 people in the master's course maybe 30 and uh yeah we all will end up using the similar equipment or the same equipment over the course of the year and it could get a bit sticky like so i don't know yeah. how they're going to manage that life is just going to take ages to go back yeah to bro normal. there's not like we're talking we're talking about like um actually we'll get onto this but like you know like football like bro stadiums people won't be in stadiums for another year and a half probably yeah yeah definitely we're yeah, just gonna yeah, have to facts, get used to the facts. sex the sex girls in south korea and that. yeah don't mind oh, that was so funny we'll that save so that funny. for the next section though I definitely say if you're a fresher and you're about to go defer, we'll ruin your experience. Defer that because your first year is the year where you just mess around. Yeah, and do no, nothing. But even really. your second year and third year, uh, all years. Yeah, no. Obviously, obviously you can still have fun, but like first year was actually just dumb. But then if everyone defers, the next Ram. year's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be rambo. Oh sugar, they have to up their grades. No, bro, That's what like they have it's, to do. it's not even that. Like how are the you the smaller unis are fucked. Like Soas and Goldsmiths, the ones in London, Soas, Goldsmiths, Kingston. They might be completely fucked. The big ones will be fine, yeah. But how the fuck are you gonna like sustain yourself and be alive when no students are coming in, and then when they when the uptake when the intake is so low as well? But, but what happens if everyone defers and then the next year? Yeah. Obviously, people are applying to go next year as well. How are they gonna cope with numbers? Like that's what I mean. Yeah, they're gonna have to up their they're gonna have to up their grades. My those who defer will probably say you're. If you're if you've got accepted onto a course, they're probably going to say your offer doesn't hold, and you've got to apply again next year. Mm. But if you're an existing student, then they'll allow it. But yeah. like, bro, we can only speculate. We've got a huge section coming up in the next bit. So Sahil, would you like to please introduce your tune so we can get on with a blood uh, party? Yes, I would love to. Um, we've got keeping with the Manny theme. I'm gonna be playing a song by this guy called Black Josh. He's in um. 616, Milkabelli, Cult of the Demands kind of group, but he does make his own tunes as well, and it's a song he released last week. Is he white? No, he's, his name's Black Josh. Just just making sure, because <laughs> I don't know with these guys. His name's Black Josh, and the song's called Pretty Faces. I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it's quite a chilled out, summery kind of, 27 degrees kind of song. Come on, the sun's the sun's out, it's a bit bro. too hot. The sun it's is vibes in. It's a bit too hot for me. We're going to be talking about the Premier League and the Bundesliga and football widely, but as always, we're going to be relating it to general life and the wider societal implications. And Bundesliga's back. That's Come a bit on, of, a bit of real time football. What do you oh, think? I was having so much fun. 
I put no an Aki on, yeah. I put an Aki on, and I I could have I could have won three grand from putting yeah. a pound down. They never work. They never work, bro. The high stakes are too I high. That. Two games were incorrect, unfortunately. But how did you lot feel about it? To be honest, I was more excited the days before, and then when it was about to come on, like during the build up, the build up was so yeah, dry. Yeah. I was just like Owen Hargreaves, surely not. And it's it's not even Owen Hargreaves, but I was Owen Hargreaves on a, yeah, on a yeah. stream. And, and, and the quality <laughs> of football. It's, it's on BT. So they they have they have the presenter and they have a pundit sitting two meters yeah. away, and they have Owen Hargreaves no in the way. middle. <laughs> the I swear, <laughs> that, yeah, I was like, this is we so. I know. I don't. I don't want to complain because the quality this is of football was poor, be. in my opinion. Bro, from from minute that. one, I was boring. Like, this is bro, I don't know. I was bored. This is man. the team. What's the point as well? Like the team, Schalke came out with their face masks on, but then they took them off when they it's got more onto the like pitch. A, it's, I think it's more of like a, just a like a sign. A symbol, it's a statement. Yeah. Like players on the bench with the mask. When the players celebrate, they can't like jump yeah, yeah. and stuff, but they're sharing the same I showers and that. It's just no, I, you, I, you I personally shower. I did not like it. Personally. I just thought the like quality it. of football was poor as well. To be honest, like it was just like they returned so quickly, like. Football. Dortmund Dortmund won, what was it, 4 0 or 4 1. But the game was yeah, still was so, so boring. boring. Like, it yeah, was yeah. dead. And I felt atmosphere definitely had something to do with it. Well, yeah, of course. It's literally like, remember remember on like FIFA 12 when you could be in the arena and you yeah. could play a friendly yeah. match as practice? That's yeah, literally what it was like. Bro, I didn't bro. like it. I don't, if football's going to be like that, I don't even think I want it back. Bro, I can't lie. Football's going to be like this for the next year and a half. Yeah, minimum. But to, yeah, but to be honest, it's not for our entertainment. I think they just need to get the league done in it. So Again, it's all about money because they're saying, oh yeah, we'll bring it back for the country's morale. But that's not... Yeah, Whose yeah, morale did no, that bring no, up? Someone tell no, me. No. Yeah, but bro... Because I was watching it. I was watching it. And if anything, it made me <laughs> depressed. Like, it was so nah, 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 nah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Like watching, even watching Spurs United, it's gonna boring, be boring. I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> I was falling asleep watching Tottenham anyway. Imagine now. Oh that's gonna be gosh. horrible. But the thing is, that was the first game back, and they haven't had that long to train. The Premier League, they're saying yeah. June the twelfth, but it's gonna get pushed back hopefully to the end of June. That's five, six weeks now. Are, are we getting into? Are we leaving Bundesliga? Bro, no, no, yeah, actually, into... no, no. Bundesliga. I got one thing to say. Yeah, Bayern. Yeah. You're talking about the standard of football and shit. Yeah, Bayern were playing. Nice I didn't watch the. I didn't. Game, I didn't watch yeah. the Bayern game because the the Dortmund game was the so Dortmund bad. Game was I was very like, nah, like, I'm moving on especially it. Especially because it was a derby. But the thing is, it's the first game back, and it's mainly because of the yeah. atmosphere that just changes everything completely. Yeah. We're just gonna have to fucking yeah. get used to it, I guess. Yeah, it's like a training yeah. match for other bases. If Arsenal, if Arsenal, like if we're five games into this coronavirus mini season, and there's some big games coming up, I believe we're gonna be celebrating like crazy as well. Though. Trust me. Yeah, but you lot are all right though, because the Emirates is a library anyway. <laughs> so it makes oh. it, it makes absolutely no difference. If anything, your players going to be grateful that they're not hearing the away fans, bro. The Emirates is a yeah. So, based on what? But who told you that? Twitter told you that. Well, Twitter told me that, bro. I've been to the Emirates, well, Emirates bare times. No, oh. not Emirates Cup. I've been Fulham Arsenal. Oh. I've been I've been Tottenham wait, wait, Arsenal. When you were an Arsenal fan. Well, back in the day, yeah, I went I went back in the day when I was young when I when I supported Henri and then Henri left Arsenal, and I dipped yeah. as well. Went to the other side. Anyway. Went to the other side. What I say it with my chest and what? But did you not see um, one German club? <laughs> they pay. They're doing this thing where fans pay to like have their their faces stuck in the stands yeah, like yeah. on dolls. But English fans have been sending in English convicted. No way! No way! You're lying! <laughs> I swear down! I swear down! <laughs> and apparently they put them up. We are rotten. We yeah, are rotten. We're bottom of the barrel, bro. <laughs> Dirty British humour, mate. I love it. But it's that is even in Seoul, so they funny. put the sex dolls so in Seoul, innit? 
on the in the in the clubs. Yeah. <laughs> he thought yeah, you meant in him. In my night, like. <laughs> but as yeah, as you mentioned, project was it project restart for the Premier League. We've had some responses from Troy Deeney, Wayne Rooney, Danny Rose. We yeah. mentioned Danny Rose last week, but Troy Deeney this week has come out and said he's not going to training. Although they've they've started training again, he said he won't be attending. Watford aren't finding him for it because he said his son struggles to yeah, breathe. I completely agree with that. Um, and I just I just think that's if you've got players that are genuinely scared, I just think it's a bit mad to bring it back just for their benefit, for their money. Um, I would say lie. that, like... If we're assuming that generally those with underlying health conditions are at most risk, which is what seems to be the case, those who have who live with family or have underlying health risks themselves, like Darren Fletcher used to have, um, they shouldn't play. Just simple as they shouldn't play. Yeah. And it's peak, but if we're going to restart the season, yeah, they shouldn't play. It's got other people's health to look after, isn't it? It's not just his. But would you be would you be saying that if that if that was a Bamiyang? Because if a Bamiyang don't start for you, look, you're not winning any games. I would just have to firm it. I wouldn't want to firm it, but I would have to firm it because it would be hypocritical. Okay, so now you've also said it's very safe to bring it back now, but they've done the test and six people across the Prem. Six people out of 738. No, I know, but it was a Burnley a Burnley coach, a Watford coach and a Watford player. So, yeah, far, so, so imagine if they, the if they didn't get tested and they all went to the training. No, but they do get tested. So there's no imagine this, that, because they're definitely getting tested though, isn't it? So six people, six people out of seven, 800 people was... But they might they might go away isolate for a week as they've told as they've told them to and then come back and still infect people. Mm. They might just be carried. But they would get tested when they come back, like Hudson Odoi, which we'll link talk about in a sec. But like Hudson Odoi was the first Premier League player with Corona, and now he's negative. But the thing is, what does this mean, like negative? Because I swear, fucking Dybala kept, kept it going. would never leave for him. Yeah, Dybala no. got it, got rid of it, and then got it. No, again. but the thing is, he did like five. I think he just never got rid of it. Like, you know what I mean? But these, but yeah, that's probably, probably. the level of testing. But with the Premier League, uh, yeah, it is risky, but it's starting. Steve Bruce said June the 12th is too early. I think it's too early, to come yeah. back. I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought it was June 20th, though. That's what I heard. No, because they're going to, it's June 12th for sure. But the thing is, it's not going to actually be June 12th because players need more than three weeks. They need about six weeks minimum to get. This is the longest break some of the players have had in their lives. So if you're going to bring it back. Al, Al, Deli Ali was saying literally like this is the longest I've had to just. His yard got his nothing. yard got burgled, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, so peak two people broke. And he was house. there with like six, seven men or something. He was there party. No, it was just it was his girlfriend, his brother, oh. his brother's girlfriend. They were playing snooker, and then the guys came in, punched them up a bit, I think, and then took watches and jewelry. It's it's actually a shame because he got robbed in Dubai of his watch <sighs> like a month ago, and Jan Vertonghen, like last month or two months ago, when we were playing a team in the Champions League. His family house. Yeah, I remember that. Wife and kids in it, and obviously he was, he was away on Champions there's League. A snake, duty there's, a, there's a rat. There's a rat in your camp, mate. I don't know if like it's a Chelsea fan or something, but Tottenham players are getting targeted at the moment. I'm not even like trying to make a joke. I like genuinely because that's no coincidence that Jan Vertonghen's house got robbed and now Deli Ali's house has been robbed. I don't think that's coincidence. No, but don't you think that it could be someone in the Tottenham camp? But they're yeah, never going to touch Aurier's house. They would never no, touch man. Aurier's house, bro. Why? What's Aurier going to do? What? Aurier is the guy that has banged the police officer in his <laughs> oh, face. Oh, in PSG. Bro, Aurier is a nutter, bro. <laughs> do, you know you're t- do you know you're talking about? about it's why just when Aurier. I see him on the pitch, he Shut doesn't come up, across man. as a gunman. Do you know what Donny I mean? Donnie slide tackles for fun, bro. He slide tackles. Bro, he gets red cards for fun. What are you on about? Do you know what? The thing that frustrates me with Aurier, yeah, is that when he has a good yeah, game, he's yeah, actually yeah. really yeah, he good. Is. But when he has... Like, he'll have a great game and then he'll just do he one dumb like thing. He doesn't feel like he's not up to it. He's it's, not up it's to it. It's just weird. It's just weird. 
It's a me- it's a mentality thing. Is that Mustafi? Nah, nah, you can't yeah, say that. Mustafi's bottom of the barrel. Mustafi's stats. No, he's not. He just makes retarded mistakes. That's why. That's why everyone remembers him for though. That's the thing. Like that's a that's a shame about being a football player, isn't it? Remember again. Remember. You know. You know the thing is, I've never watched that back. <laughs> I've watched it back but as you mentioned Hudson Adoy earlier in the early hours of Sunday morning he was arrested at like 3am 4am for yeah. allegedly raping a model that came around to his house and what do you lot think of this because he's going to get abused when yeah, the fans are allowed back gonna he's going to get abused but we see it very often that footballers are able to just brush this kind of stuff under the rug like mm. even Ronaldo's had a, a rape charge and he paid the woman off. Neymar, no, Neymar, the woman was, off. Neymar was bollocks. That Neymar thing was bollocks. There was a recorded oh, was, video. Was it, he sorry, recorded. Was that, was that not given? No, nah, no. Nah, he recorded a video of what happened, yeah. And she was just like... When I saw the video, as far as I remember, he had recorded it. And it was just her pretending like to get like upset or something like that when he was just sitting there. It was really oh. weird. But um, Van Persie, back in the day, for Ribery. Yeah, oh, yeah Ribery. Ribery. And what's his name? Valbuena. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's it. They got away with that. Mm. I don't know though because obvious, obviously it's innocent until yeah. proven guilty. But I don't, I don't understand. This is what I'm trying to say. I don't understand how people can so quickly defend someone that they don't know. Although I did it for Michael Jackson last episode. I don't know how people just because they support Chelsea or they rate Hudson Odoi as a player, even though personally I think he's very overrated, can just say, "Ah, oh, he's not guilty." Straight I don't away. know any, I, yeah, I don't know enough about it. Same with that Michael Jackson thing for me. I just reserve judgment. Why, why the would the girl time. during quarantine end up in go go to hospital yeah. with, with injuries and say she got raped as a like why like it, it, it there are unfortunately there are people that lie about um the the like um sexual assault and rape and they just undermine the whole thing for actual rape um, but the, the numbers of those are very yeah, low course, compared yeah, to the people course. that actually get raped and then no one gets convicted. He, but he's he went out to training bail, today, though, so he, was so he, he must have got released yesterday. He must have got arrested Sunday morning. Yeah. No smoke without fire. We have to see what happens. But yeah, you're right. Like, But the thing is, there was this guy at Sheffield United called Ched Evans and he went to jail for a while. And that's good. But maybe because yeah, he's a League there. One player, there isn't yeah. that. He was a League One player at Sheffield United at the time. If, like, if yeah. Ched Evans... Like Ronaldo gets away with it, but again, we don't know the Ronaldo case. I don't know it that well, but then it's just a wider thing of um, um, those in the let's say not to be cliche, but like top one percent or something like that they will get away with these things, like Joe Biden supposedly. Yeah. Well, Joe Biden. Yeah. What's that about? Because I saw you write down. No, but it was just a wider link to bro. I can't lie yet. There's this one video of Joe Biden, yeah, and it's just a compilation that got taken down. It was on Twitter time ago. And it's him acting, this is separate to the rape uh, charge, it's him acting really, really weird. I'll send it to you. Around kids, like like five-year-old kids, he like goes up to them and smells their hair and stuff. But you can, no one can say anything about it. Although, it's, uh, but it is so booking. I sent it to my yeah, dad, yeah, and he was like, sucks. bro, he is such a pedophile. Like, there's a five-minute compilation of him like whispering stuff in these like, five, six-year-old girls' hair. And they're like kind of wriggling away from him. But this is all like when... These are all videos come from like when senators meet each other and when they meet each other's children and stuff like that. When he was vice president, and he's like, mm. he's like going up to this like eight year old girl smelling her hair like, hot. and I'm thinking in my brain I'm like this guy is a pedophile. But then because it's not official or anything, no one's really said it about it. Like I can't. But then mm. like, I can't really say anything about it. So it kind of just gets brushed under the, the carpet kind of thing. But it's like it's always there. I'm like this guy is mm. probably a pedophile just based on a six minute video. We can't tell. But then with the rape charge, this is a thing mm. from like time ago, and it's like um, this is a thing from like maybe I don't know 
20 years ago, 30 years ago. I actually can't remember. Maybe in the 90s or something. But he supposedly... There was this um, rape thing. And then the victim has come back and added more information in the last few months or few weeks. But, yeah, again, we don't know what it is with that. But, like, at the same time, I think a lot of... Um, somewhat left-leaning democrats but not like the ones like bernie sanders but like the maybe the corporate democrats people that like to call them will kind of have been quick to like brush this under the carpet and be like no no she changed her statement she's chatting shit but like yeah it's, it's sticky because it's we don't know that much but like and there was something that came out that said like her lawyer it has links with trump and i'm just like maybe this is a smear count oh it's really sticky bro there's definitely a pedophile ring oh like a million of percent of course of course of course jeffrey epstein expose this like what happened with yeah, jeffrey epstein? he exposed everyone jeffrey epstein what happened with him and the yeah. links that this guy had with mohammed bill salman and academics and bill clinton went on his uh, yeah. lolita express his pedo plane he said he went on it four times it turned out he went on it 24 times he had his fucking whole island dedicated <laughs> to bill, bill, clinton. bill clinton oh fucking hell bro <laughs> But uh, why do we always end up talking about pedophiles, bro? We're talking about football. Let's bring it back to Hudson Adoy. Yeah. What happens now? Do football? Does yeah. he get away with it? If he doesn't get away with it, does he go to prison? And when he does come back to football, how do fans treat him? It's just, it's just he has to go to court for it. He has to go to court for it. There has to be a case. We hope that we hope that justice is served. I guess it's a tough topic, but... we want. And if so, if so, can you yeah, separate 100%. a footballer from his ex? No. No, it's just like to be honest, bro. No, Marcus Alonso is a murderer. Like he's actually killed. No, but he killed the no, little no, girl. No, no, he drove that's his murder. car that he was driving he with drove a murder. car, and he crashed the car. Yeah, and then that's ma- that's yeah. not murder. It's manslaughter. If he wasn't a footballer, he would have gone to prison. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he should have. He should have gone prison. Then he yeah, should have yeah, gone prison for sure. No, I, I completely agree. What in Sweden they do though is like they kind of have this thing that enables. I don't know how the constitution works, but it's like they enable everyone to get tried equally you know what i mean so it's like kind of t- mm. because like it's we live in such mm. a fucked world that we kind of just like we just assume that this is the only way that things are and these things won't change but bro like how is it fair that in just in simple jargon or whatever how is it fair that the riches of the rich get away with all these um things because yeah. they have more they have the best lawyers you know what i mean it's yeah just it's crazy Wait, what country did you say does that? Switzerland? I think Sweden, but probably some other Scandinavian countries. Anyways, that was a lovely little episode. Uh, to close, I'm going to play a song by another Manchester duo called 808 State. It's like a techno techno alternative. This guy loves techno. I love a bit of everything, darling. Um, yeah, so it's, gonna, it's called Tokyo Tokyo. It's off their new album. I uh, hope you enjoy it.